0: There's still so many work-at-home opportunities available, but it's really more about getting back to that grassroots and getting out into the community.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and on this show, we interview today's industry leaders in talent acquisition to discuss challenges, best practices, and what the future holds. If you're working in talent acquisition and have always wanted to sit down with your peers at other companies to exchange ideas and learn, well, this show is the next best thing. Join us each week as we bring you a new expert interview and extract their expertise. This episode is brought to you by HR. Transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology. Selecting the right recruiting solutions to enable your strategy is one of the biggest challenges leaders face today. You know technology will help, But searching all the options to find out what will work best for your specific needs can be both overwhelming and time consuming. At SageMark HR, we make selecting the right recruiting technology easy. Our proven process has helped companies such as 3M, Comcast, Stryker, Walgreens, and many more. Reach out to us at SageMark HR for a free consultation to learn how we can help you improve results with less stress and confidently change from reacting to leading. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and today I have a conversation with Danielle McCaffrey. Danielle is the Senior Director of Talent Acquisition at Alorica. Danielle, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much, Ryan. Yeah, I'm excited about our conversation. Why don't we get started? And just if you wouldn't mind sharing with the audience a little bit about your background, maybe high-level How you got started in talent acquisition and maybe some roles that you've had um, in your career leading up to your current role at Alorica?
0: Okay, great. Yes, I'd love to. My start in talent acquisition really has began when I was 18 years old. So I have been in this industry and in this career path for the last 25 years, which is amazing to say. But really, I like to say that it's recruiting is in my blood. My grandfather, he was working in the retail space in New York. And in 1964, he answered an advertisement in the Wall Street Journal. That was for manpower that was selling franchises at the time. And he went ahead and purchased a franchise in Las Vegas, Nevada, which they all, everyone said he was crazy to do so, right? Didn't see the kind of future scope of where that market would lead. And in retrospect, um, was certainly a good move. Um, But we, around the dinner table, there's discussions of recruiting and markets and trends. And so it really is a piece of me. Uh, So my family still operates in that space. And I myself worked, for that agency and then have moved on in my career into other you know, verticals and other um, industries that we have supported. But the last 12 years I've spent in the EPO space in talent acquisition leadership.
1: That's great. That's a really neat story about multi-generational and the move definitely to man- having a manpower franchise in Las Vegas during those boom years as it started to build out, I'm sure was a really an interesting time. So yeah, if you wouldn't mind, share a little bit about your current role. So maybe start out and talk a little bit about Alorca as a BPO and kind of the services that they offer, and then share a little bit about maybe size of the team, how many hires you make a year, some things like that to help scope it out for the audience.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. So Alorca is a one of the largest BPOs. We are a global organization. Here in North America, I would say we average about 50,000 starts per year. So definitely high volume recruiting in the customer service space. Uh, So we have several clients across many industries and many verticals that we support in hosting their call centers. So Alorca is certainly service-oriented and not only in the customer um, service space, but also in HR solutions and other services that we can provide to our clients. In my world, we have teams of recruiters that are set up throughout North America, where we were previously more site-centered based on whichever location you're at, just really started to shift over the last several years as we've seen across the board, but to move to more of a remote support and also an offshore support system as well. So right. we have some allows us to really be more nimble and you know more productive and efficient by having onshore and offshore recruiters and recruiting assistants as well.
1: Yeah, that's great. So what's the approximate size of your team? So how many team members do you have?
0: Oh, gosh, let's see. As a whole, just over about 200, 250. So we have, that encompasses directors of talent acquisition, recruiting managers, recruiters, um, recruiting assistants, and sourcing team as well.
1: Got it. Yeah, that's a large team for sure. And You're definitely moving a lot of volume through your process, and so I'm sure that you do a lot of focus on that as an organization. Let's talk a little bit maybe about some of the initiatives that you're proud of that you and your team have accomplished over the last few years.
0: Yeah, the last few years have certainly been interesting. There's no one that hasn't been impacted or hasn't seen rapid change that was forced our hand, right? And where we have gone, we've been able to act and react quickly, I should say, to COVID when it first started in 2020, to moving so many offsite and into remote roles. And it was a big lift, but we were able to be successful in that getting people to a remote spot, but also how do we then engage with not only our employees that we're hiring, but also our own teams? And so we've really continued to evolve over these last few years. And we're back to seeing that shift now back into a return to office strategy, which I think is really, you know, probably started more January of this year. We started to see a lot of our clients push to move back into those site locations. So I think our ability to be nimble, flexible, kind of change with what we're seeing in the market and adapt to different work environments and situations has really set us up to be a lot more successful in our recruiting space and supporting our clients.
1: Yeah, that's great. So walk me through a little bit, if you wouldn't mind, what are some of your key initiatives as you look at the balance of this year going into next year? So what are some key focus area or key challenges that you and your team are trying to address?
0: Yeah, great question. I really, it comes down to a few things. It's how do we do things more efficiently while spending less, but also producing great results and hiring the right people and then focusing on retention on the back end. And for us, I think some of those initiatives really come from looking at our process overall, streamlining, centralizing but also being able to use technology um, where it makes sense. And you, know, there is it's such an interesting kind of juxtaposition of technology that has come into the recruiting space and continues to evolve. I think back to when I first started recruiting and we literally had Visi files and a Rolodex at my desk that I would spin through and find someone that might be right for that next assignment to having really well-developed applicant tracking systems and chat GPT and AI. There's just so many different things that are introduced now that we can utilize in a recruiting space. I think that my kind of pushback to my teams has been how do we balance that especially in this hourly market space we know that it's highly competitive every company is really vying for the best candidates in the space and they're more difficult to find than ever what we're hearing from our candidates is that while they want a fast smooth easy process right to get a job no one wants to spend 45 minutes completing a lengthy application. If it's past five minutes, we've already lost their attention, but we also have to be able to engage with them. And it you was, know, we are looking at a very competitive market. The only way to do that is to stand out to the candidates. And I think it's been interesting in that one of the conversations that we also encounter with candidates today that we maybe didn't say 10 years ago is a lot about our own value proposition as an employer. So what are our values as an employer? Who do we partner with? Where do we give back? And they're looking for a company that also aligns with their own kind of values and that proposition. And so it's really trying to balance Utilizing technology for efficiencies and for processes where you can automate them, but also having that human element in that engagement. And I always tell my recruiters, go back to the basics. We have all of these great fancy tools, and those are wonderful. I wouldn't discount any one of them. They're a huge help. But at the end of the day, it's about picking up the phone and calling and making that connection because I think candidates are very savvy to AI and having more of a chatbot interaction and they quickly lose interest. And so how do you implement that kind of technology to increase efficiencies, but also you really retain the interest of these candidates that have so many other opportunities ahead of them?
1: Yeah, I think that's a really interesting topic and one that most TA organizations are faced with right now. That's where we spend our time all day, every day in that space, helping large organizations optimize their tech stack and their delivery models. And it's an interesting situation for sure when you're looking at, we need to be more efficient, we need to do more with less. And we want to also have that high end experience. And so, how I end up phrasing that with organizations and how tech has really come a long way, as you said, is that really identifying opportunities in your process where speed, and streamline process and removing friction points and automating kind of those low value transactions to get the candidate experience to move very rapidly at the beginning is important. And what that does then, if you do it right, is it frees up your resources that when they do engage with the right candidates and they're able to provide a far more exceptional experience on those engagements because they're not chasing 600 interviews they have to schedule or trying to screen 10,000 candidates before they can talk to anyone. Those Some of those front-end transactional elements are able to move quicker, get those connection points to happen faster and free up capacity for the recruiters to really have those really great connection points that represent your brand and then can facilitate good connection points with hiring managers. And so how you design that is the trick. There's plenty of tech out there, all the TA leaders, all of us are bombarded all the time about all the great things. And it's really about how you design that into the right stack that integrates, provides that seamless process and is automated where it's needed and human where it's needed to create that desired experience. And so it sounds like you've done a lot of work there and kudos to you, everyone seems to be chasing that. It's really fun work to help enable that. It's scary when people get it wrong, but it's really rewarding when they get it right. So that sounds like a really great initiative.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. And it's always, I think one of the things I love most about recruiting is that it does change and it is in constant flux, if you will, based on economy, the markets, the technology, but really there's this human element. And I think that when organizations forget about that human element and forget to make those connections and build those relationships, that's where things start to fall apart.
1: Yeah, I would agree. There's a time finding the right time for that engagement and being able to do that at scale is what's critical. But then when you do having that opportunity to really exceed those expectations and provide that absolutely exceptional experience, that's really important. So that's great. So those are some excellent initiatives. Looking forward to hearing more about how they transpire in the future for you. But it seems like your team is really set up well. One other question I would have for you is what's some you've been in multi-generational TA leader in your blood, as you said, what's some advice that you would have for others in the audience around TA or around how to be successful in the function?
0: Oh, gosh. I think for me personally, and something that I, I recommend to others too is definitely spend time in the agency space. You just learn so much about the entire kind of recruiting life cycle, as well as the client, and you're introduced to so many different industries and your ability to recruit for varying positions. It really helps to build a strong foundation. For me, I started at the front desk, and uh, my dad had purchased a, a manpower franchise here in Salt Lake City. Uh, so when I went to was ready for college, I started there just. Answering phones at the front and thinking I am not going into the family business, right? But it very quickly just took hold, and it's now something that I'm incredibly passionate about. But along that way, given the opportunity to really work in all different roles, so starting from you know receptionist where I was meeting and greeting candidates as they came in, up through recruiting, direct uh, sourcing, and um, corporate recruiting direct placement, and then also into more leadership and management positions. So having held so many different roles within the talent acquisition space has really helped me to understand what challenges they're facing at a site location with our recruiters to really understand what obstacles we may be facing so that we can work to overcome those maybe before they even become an actual obstacle. So I think it's helped me really just have a good overall understanding and knowledge and be able to be supportive of my teams that are in those roles currently.
1: Yeah, I think that's great advice. It's really important to understand really what is happening with each resource on your team and have empathy and understanding around that. And that's really having that deep understanding and knowledge of how things get done in recruiting at each, from each of the different roles helps you be a better leader To when you're designing new strategies, new delivery models, and, and things like that. I think that's really important The other way that comes into play is in in the TA space, it's always, it's good to know, but everybody obviously always thinks recruiting is so easy. And then when you start getting into the process and getting into the actual roles, it is a lot more complex than it would appear at the surface level and delivering a high quality experience and good results is really challenging. Yep, absolutely.
0: And I think our world, it's interesting to now to see the division between the work-at-home space and the brick-and-mortar. And that's where we certainly have more challenges involved in attracting and retaining talent. Uh, there's still so many work-at-home opportunities available, uh, but it's really more about getting back to that grassroots and you know, getting out into the community. So being able to understand what looks very different for a work-at-home recruiting team than it does for those that are back in brick and mortar recruiting and kind of understanding those variances.
1: Yeah. Designing those hybrid models is definitely a challenge. It's another thing that a lot of people are focused on right now of how to optimize a hybrid model and be able to deliver the results that the organization needs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Well, Danielle, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate you joining me on the podcast. I think you did a great job and I really appreciate you.
0: Oh, thanks, Ryan. It was fun being here. Thanks for having me.
1: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders podcast. If something we said today resonated with you, please subscribe, rate and download our podcast and share the episode with your network. Ready to transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology, just like our other clients at 3M, Comcast, Stryker and Walgreens? Then reach out at SageMarkHR.com for a free consultation.